I've heard that life is what you make it. I say, make room to grow. I'm your host, Lawanda Dockery, and this is the Make Room to Grow podcast. It all started with a dream about growing food, and who would ever imagine that growing food would lead to me learning about personal growth and development? Well, it did, and I want to bring you along for this beautiful ride. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Grow Nation. Today is special because it is my birthday, y'all. I thank God for another birthday. I truly do. I'm grateful. I'm just blessed. I'm just, uh, just in a posture of gratitude toward God this morning. So I waited to record this, especially on my birthday, because I wanted to capture my excitement, my gratitude, and just share it with you all. I don't know if you'll be able to get out into the garden this weekend because it's raining. It is truly supposed to rain for the entire weekend, at least in zone 7A. So I don't know how much you'll get done, but at least it'll be raining and you know that your your, car, your garden crops will be growing. We've discovered, at least in my household, that rain is, I don't even know, it's like a, it has a multiplier effect on your crops. So this morning, my son and I went out to Starbucks, left out probably, I don't know, 6.30 this morning, 6.45, came back an hour later, and some of the okra that were not blooming prior to us leaving the house started to crack open just a little, the blooms, and the yellow of the flowers peeking through, and we were elated. If you want to see that video, you can go to the MRTG podcast over on Instagram. Guys, there's so much going on. Again, I want to say thank you because we recently hit over 1,000 downloads, and it's because of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for every time that you are listening, every time that you get this alert and you put on this podcast, it is blessing. It is a blessing um, to everything that I'm trying to get out in terms of messaging for people to start growing their own food. Thank you so, so much for being a part of this community. So yesterday morning, I'm doing my normal chores. I'm out on the back porch. We've now separated responsibilities, my husband and me. And we've decided that I will do the container gardening on the back porch. He calls it my back porch ministry. And then in the garden, he'll do the raised bed. He'll manage that. It's it's good. It's, it's, it's separating duties and we know our lanes and it's all good. So I was out yesterday morning and a neighbor rode by and he's like, oh, it looks good. What do you got going on over there? And I told him I have okra, squash, you know, corn, all these things growing on the back porch. And he's like, oh, it really looks good. Now, this particular neighbor, he is sweet as pie, but he is orderly. So if he gives me a thumbs up, it's it's official. It's authentic. And I remember last year when I was just doing these little concrete container mixers of kale and collard greens and he's like what are you doing you know because he came over and he helped drill the holes in the containers for me because we didn't have a drill at the time and he's he kind of looked a little perplexed and I thought of this that when God gives you something a vision a mission a purpose an assignment 
it does not always look like what it will look like. I know what I saw, but at the time, it looked a little ridiculous. It's the middle of July now, and and this is my second season growing. So I'm already hearing people refer to now or late June as having been late to get started. So we're talking about even another month from now, another three weeks from now, last year, I was getting started end of July. So whatever it is that God has given you, when you, when you first see that vision, other people are not going to see it. You have to realize that what he gives you is for you. Nobody's going to see your vision like you will. People may balk at it. People may look like, what are you doing? They can't see it how you see it because it was not given to them. That was what was in my spirit. Like this guy was just stopping by to say, hey, looks good. But I know that when I first started this, it didn't look good. It didn't look like what it looks like now because day by day, step by step, consistency over time, a little every day, chipping away at it. And God did the rest. It's all in a seed or all in the seed, however we want to say it. I remember when I was getting started with this gardening and I knew I was going to do a podcast. One of my sisters, Sister Paula, I'm shouting you out, said you should name it all in the seed. But this episode will be an homage to that. But to say this, your ability to apprehend or to lay hold of a vision in the spirit will have everything to do with whether or not God will manifest that thing in the natural. I'll say it again. Your ability to grasp, to lay hold of, to perceive that spiritual vision or seed of what is to come, that seed right there, just being able to see it, perceive it, understand it, comprehend it. And you don't have to understand everything, but you need to lay hold of it. When God gives you something, when he gives you that spiritual seed, which is in the form of a vision, you need to lay hold of it so that he can manifest it. I said he can manifest it. Not We're not walking around manifesting stuff all willy nilly. This is what God has initiated. If you lay hold of that, Noah lay hold of the ark. Moses was able to obey God. All types of miracles, signs, and wonders came forth, but they had to perceive it. Gardening is only my example. I implore you to look at what God has given you as a seed. What does he put in your spirit? What is he impressed upon your heart? What do you have a burden for? That's a God-given seed. So my mother gave birth to me months earlier than she was supposed to. She was maybe almost seven months or maybe just six months. I don't have the exact weeks, but I know that I was really, really early and I was only two pounds and five ounces. But the doctor that she was seeing at the time made her go to Yale University Hospital to have me because he said if she would have had me in our town, there would have been no way that I would have survived. Now, prior to that, just to say that sometimes people can't see the vision. It was told to her, don't go and have that baby. You're not You're going to have something that you won't want to look at. Don't have that baby. I've never heard of someone having a baby this young. You're going to have something that you can't handle. It was also said to her, 
after I was born. Oh, and the poor thing died, huh? It was also said to her, ew, what is that? Right? All of these things were said because people didn't know. People couldn't see the vision. And it's okay because what God has ordained is so. You know, he provides for everything that he gives. He provides for every seed. And so, yeah, who who would have known that a, a baby in 1977, two pounds, five ounces to this day is healthy, strong, vibrant, more determined as ever. And sometimes I think, you know what, Lord, maybe that's where I got some of this resilience from, resiliency from, because, yeah, you got to fight. I came in this world having to fight. And so I say all that to say, lay a hold of your vision. Whatever it is, I need you to get it. I need you to see it. I need you to fight for it. I need you to just go and move against our odds. I need you to just nurture it, incubate it. Let God add the increase, but stay diligent with it. I know there is something inside of you that you have yet to see. There's something inside of you that God wants to birth through you, through your life. As always, guys, I want you to be intentional about those areas in your life where you are going to make room to grow. Thank you. I love you for your support and may God bless you. 